0: Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls, and recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world, and I'm just living in it. What is up, Girl Dads? I wanted to share kind of a journey that I've been on recently, so I had come to the realization that I was not doing a very good job. So my my youngest is a strong-willed child, like not in anything extreme. She's not ADHD. You know, there's no, it's not crazy bad, right? But she's not super compliant, right? She gets bored easily. She's the one that's going to pick at you. She's going to be the one that finds your weak spots and exploits them. Uh, she's my strong-willed one. I love her to death. I love everything about that. But one thing that I realized is that I wasn't doing a good job with her. I found that I was angry all the time. And this is how I knew it. I knew that I, I, I was looking at her and I was just like, I'm angry at you all the time. And I was like, this sucks. Like, you're one of my favorite people in the whole world. And I'm, and I'm only mad at you. It's like the only feeling I feel towards you anymore. Because it just seems like we're constantly fighting, and I was like, that's not good. That's not something that I want. I don't I don't want to be like that with my kid. I don't want her to have to deal with that. You know, that's going to suck. she come out as an adult and be like, my dad hated me all the time. And that's not true, but it's just, it's been hard. And I, so I wanted for me, for my happiness and my ability to be a good parent and to be a healthy human and not angry all the time. But then also for her to be a healthy human being and not be feel like she's being emotionally abused or anything crazy. So when I came to that realization I was like, you know what? Uh, gotta step up, gotta figure it out, gotta get some gotta get some information here. And so I jumped online, started researching a little bit and grabbed three of the books that I thought were going to help me the most. One of them came from uh, he's a Christian author. He's been around for a long time. His name is Dr. James Dobson. He. This is a dude that's wrote. You know, he's a serial parenting writer with a TV show and you know all that nonsense. So he's he's put out 150 books or something, a lot. And so I was I was hoping for a lot from this because he has been doing this a very long time. And this is a second edition. You know, right on the top there, more than 2.5 million sold. And so it's the book is called The Strong Willed Child. And reading it unfortunately was not as uh, beneficial as I wanted it to be. And so this is, so I'm going to share some, I've been reading some books, right? So I'm going to share some of these books with you guys. I'm, it's not going to become a book club, right? But some of the lessons I've learned from books, I'm going to do kind of a mini series here where I'm going to talk about the books and the things I've learned from them and and either recommend the book or not recommend the book. So I hope you're along for this for a little while. It's not going to be forever, but it's going to be, be a few of them, you know? So anyway, if you got a recommendation for a book, hit me up, let me know. would love to, love to see your recommendation. Maybe get a, get a copy from the library or something. But on to my review of The Strong-Wheeled Child. This book is, oh, I don't know, 200 and some odd pages. Trying to get there really quick. 250 pages and 98% of it is rhetoric. Like it's, you know, stories and people talking about things and, and experiences. And it's like, okay, that's, that's cool and all. But it didn't help me a whole lot. Like I was looking for tools. And I guess there's one, one benefit to hearing all these stories is that one he did reinforce. He's like, look, parenting a strong willed child is hard. It's real hard. It's different than a compliant child. And you're going to feel like you're screwing up and you're going to feel like you're a bad parent and you're going to feel alone. But you're not alone. And so there was a lot of emphasis on making sure that you understand that hey, parenting a strong-willed child is hard and it's going to be hard for a very long time. It's worth it, but it's going to be hard. Don't feel like a failure just because it's difficult. Okay? Because you're going to see people with super compliant children, you know, like watching Bluey, you know, and their parents are like, "Go do this." And they're both like, yes dad and they go do it you know like that's not real life uh it's or not real life for us with strong-willed children uh some there are you know like my oldest second be like hey can you go do this boop goes and does it super cool second one be like "Mm, in a minute and then she'll get bored and then she'll go do something else and you're like hey what's going on and you hurt my feelings We're like oh come on like oh and then we start down the cycle it's different. Okay. And if you're comparing yourself to somebody with a compliant child, or you're listening to them talk smack, because all they have is a compliant child, they don't know. And so that was good. I I mean, there was way too much time spent on on that example. But it was good to be like, Oh, this is, it's not that it's normal, but it's common, right? A lot of people deal with this. I'm not alone. And I'm not a complete failure. I'm not a failure as a dad, because my strong willed child is a little, little hard to get along with sometimes, right? They're, they're, Pushing boundaries—that's what they do. And so, that would that would be one of the good things that came that came out of it. Uh, the second good thing that I got out of it was about the will, right? And this is always something that I've tried to figure out because I heard somebody say it. They're like, I want to, you know. Be disciplined, but I don't want to crush their spirit. And I was like, what does that mean? You know, like, how do you, like, that doesn't make sense. I was like, discipline helps the spirit be free, like, all these things. But then, like, once I start parenting, it's always like, no, don't do that. No, don't do that. No, don't do this. And you think you're like setting boundaries, but really what you're doing is you're just kind of crushing them and they're not allowed to do anything or be anything. They can't, they can't be who they are. We're just killing their spirit. And their spirit is different than their will, right? Their strong will, their, their need to push and to be in control. That's different than their spirit as to who they are and what they like to do and their self-expressions and things like that. Okay. So, uh, having them not throw tantrums or get their way every single time has nothing to do with their identity, right? Their spirit is kind of their identity, um, uh, it's, those are really hard concepts, but I'm trying to say their spirit is different than than that strong will where they're they're pushing you and they're persevering and they're poking and they're driving you. And if you have a strong will kid, you know what I mean. When these kids are like they f- they're feeling out those boundaries and they know they know my youngest, I tell you what, she knows exactly who she can push and who she can't push. And the ones that she can push, she pushes them over the edge right off the bat, gets everything she wants. Just You can just watch it play out. I mean, she knows him, pushes him right off the edge. So that's different. And, and one of the things that he distinguished there is that the will is different than the spirit and that the will, you have to win that battle of wills. Like you can't let your kid come in and push you over the edge. If, if you have a battle of wills, you have to win it as a parent. You have to win the battle of wills. And I think about the time with my oldest, actually, I remember because she's compliant even compliant kids are going to rebel. They're going to test the boundaries, and know where they're at, where they're at. She had a DVD. She put it and she like dropped it on the floor. I was like, no, go put it away. And so she said, no, I don't want to. And I was like, go to timeout. So she went to timeout I was like, now go put your DVD away. She took it. And she put it on like the bed. I was like, no, that's not where I told you to put it. I told you to put it away. And so she started crying, went back to timeout, you know, and this literally took two hours to take, get her to take a DVD from her, the DVD shelf or from the player to the shelf, which was like on the, just on the other side of the room, like five feet away. Could I have done it? Yes, I totally could have done it. But the point wasn't that like, it wasn't about the DVD. She and I, we, we both chose a hill to die on. And I was going to win that battle of wills, no matter what on the other side of that, I was going to come out on top. And then after that, she knew full well where the boundary was. And she didn't push me anymore. My youngest, on the other hand, being strong-willed, she's kind of constantly testing the boundaries, constantly, you know, like checking the fence. She doesn't just like check it once. You know, like the elephant example where because they couldn't break the cord, they just live with it their whole life. That's kind of like my oldest. But my youngest, no, she's like constantly pushing and checking, making sure that the boundary is still there. So you've got to keep that line, that wall sturdy and strong. uh, Because otherwise, as soon as they find a weak spot, they're going to push it over, push it open, and they're going to go. So that was an interesting piece, and it kind of matched my experience as well. Um, the last one that Dobson is really known for is um, punishment. So like, he's a very pro-spanking um, doctor, I guess you would call him, whatever you want to say. I don't know what this guy is, but he's very pro-spanking. And so he lays out some things about how to do it and how to do it right so that you're not um, impacting dignity. And these are all things that I've known and kind of knew inherently before becoming a parent like I knew I wanted to do these certain things and so it was good to see somebody kind of reinforce those ideas that severe punishment is necessary, not severe punishment that makes it sound like not severe but like how to word it like it they they need to have very real consequences that get through to them without diminishing their dignity as a human being and you can absolutely do that with spanking it is very possible it is not dehumanizing it is not belittling it doesn't remove their power it doesn't do any of those things if you do it correctly if you do it incorrectly it can have you know terrible impacts on the kid but just like if you don't punish them at all guess what? That can also have terrible impacts on your kid too, right? So it's all about doing things the right way. And, you know, like I've said it before, that I am on the the train of thought that spanking is appropriate, but it has to be done very consciously in the correct way to maintain their dignity. Um, and that we're, we're making our job is to make them better, not to not make them worse. Okay, that's different, right? Our job is help them move forward, not to just keep the floor from falling out. So, overall, there was those were the big things that I took away from this book. I think it was uh, like I skipped a bunch of it. To be honest, I think I may have skimmed a lot of the conversation, a lot of the rhetorical stuff. Uh, but there was some good affirmations in there. Um, you know, a good insight on the will. Good affirmation on the spanking, uh, but it could have been a pamphlet that's, you know, 25, 30 pages, and I would have been good. Uh, I didn't need 250 pages, and it, it's pretty large spaced, and they were stretching to get that 250 pages, I think. So if you want it, read the Cliff Notes. Uh, I think you could probably get a podcast with all of this guy's information on it. I don't think you need to go out and read a 250 page book, but if you want to, The new Strong Wheel Child by James Dobson. That's the one we're talking about tonight. Thank you for listening, folks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with all those girl dads you know. I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledoo. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please Go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find InkleDo Podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.